ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञानतिरांधस ज्ञानाजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मील तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले स्वयं कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वपदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरोतपदकमल श्रीगुरोन्वैष्णवाग्रजात सह गणरघुनाथा तम सजीव साइत सवधूत परजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपाद सह गणलिता श्री विशाखान्विता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाकांतराधाकमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रि वाछाकलतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नम नम ओं विष्णुपदा कृष्णप्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदस्वामीनामे नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्रीकृष्णचैतन्याभुनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे वेलकम एवरीवन सो टुडे वी हैव द एएमए सेशन एएमए मंडेज एपिसोड फोर सो वी विल टेक द क्वेश्चन स्ट्रेट अवे All right. <clears throat> so the first question is by Bhakta Subramanian. I will just put it up on the screen. So the question is this Hare Krishna Prabhu Dhanavad Pranam Dhanavad Pranam All glories to Shri Prabhupad Prabhu it seems to be a very silly question but nevertheless I wanted to ask it Prabhu Subhadra Devi is said to be the manifestation or incarnation of Durga Devi so doesn't worshiping Subhadra Devi count as demigod worship So the first thing is that Subhadra is not an incarnation of Durga Devi in fact durga devi is an expansion of subhadra we are talking about tatva uh, so subhadra devi is a spiritual energy yoga maya <clears throat> whereas 
Durga is Mahamaya. Mahamaya means this in charge of the material world. Whereas uh, Subhadra, she is in charge of the spiritual world. So actually, Mahamaya, Durga Devi, is an expansion of the Shakti Tattva starts with Radharani and from Radharani the expansions are Lakshmi's and Yogamaya also um, and then there is uh, Durga Devi who is in charge of the material world. So, first thing is that Durga Devi is a uh, expansion of Subhadra. Now, does doesn't worshipping Subhadra Devi count as demigod worship? No. Because demigods means of this material world. Subhadra Devi is in the Yogamaya, spiritual world. She is in charge of spiritual energy. So that is not demigod. That is the personal energy of the Lord. See? So in fact, Subhadra herself is an expansion of Radharani. Ultimately, the chief female is Radharani and the chief male is Krishna. So there are many uh, incarnations and expansions of Krishna. Similarly, there are many uh, incarnations and expansions of the Shakti Tattva also. See? So that is the understanding. <coughs> so it's not demigod worship, it's not Durga worship at all. Mm-hmm. Because Durga worship, of course, she, because she will be known, her expansion is Durga, so she will be known with that. One second. Mm-hmm. So she will be known as Durga and that's how uh, Krishna even told her in the 10th canto, you can see, we will see that. I think, um, Srimad Bhagavatam, I think we have seen this before. 10th canto, 2nd chapter, verses, I think 6. She ordered Yoga Maya. Yoga Mayam, the spiritual potency of Krishna. So this Yoga Maya in the material world, she is known by the names of Durga and Chandi and all this. You see, I shall then appear by my full six, with my full six opulences as a son of Devakin. You will appear as the daughter of Mother Yashoda, the queen of Maharaj Nanda. By sacrifice of animals, ordinary humans being, human beings will worship you gorgeously with various paraphernalia because you are supreme in fulfilling the material desires of everyone. So, in fact, <clears throat> you see, okay, let's see the purport. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita 7.20, Kamaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaisthaistha
the one who is a devotee uh, he will understand that actually the subhadra and her expansion she is manifested as durga as there are many holy places for the worship of krishna there are also many holy places in india for the worship of durga devi or maya devi who took birth as the daughter of yashoda after cheating comes a maya devi disperses herself to various places especially in mindhyachal to accept regular worship from ordinary men a human being should actually be interested in understanding atma tattva the truth of atma the spirit soul and paramatma the supreme soul those who are interested in atma tattva the supreme personality of godhead sorry worship the supreme personality of godhead yasmin vigyate sarvam evam vigyatam bhavati however as explained in the next verse of this chapter those who cannot understand atma tattva apashyatam atma tattvam worship yoga maya in her different features therefore shrimad bhagavatam says श्रोतव्यादीराजेन्द्रनाम सी सहस्रश अपश्यताम आत्मतत्व गृहेशु गृहमेधिनाम दोज पर्सन्स वो मेटीरियली एनग्रोस्ड बीइंग ब्लाइंड टू द नॉलेज ऑफ अल्टिमेट ट्रूथ हैव मेनी सब्जेक्ट मैटर्स फॉर हियरिंग इन ह्यूमन सोसाइटी ओ एम्पर दोज वो आर इंटरेस्टेड इन रिमेनिंग इन दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड आर नॉट इंटरेस्टेड इन स्पिरिचुअल सैलवेशन हैव मेनी ड्यूटीज बट फॉर वन हू इज इंटरेस्टेड इन स्पिरिचुअल सैलवेशन The only duty is to surrender fully unto Krishna. Sarvadharman paritajya maamekam sharanam braja. Such a person is not interested in material enjoyment. So this is to be understood like that. Even the same material energy will be converted into spiritual energy for the devotee. The same material energy. I given the example like Prabhupad when he lost the business the manager cheated him when he was a grihastha and at that time an ordinary person when he receives a news like this he would go to take intoxication or something like that but Prabhupad what he did he took it as Krishna's blessing same thing same event two people will take it two different ways so under whose influence they are whether under the influence of mahamaya or yoga maya what is the difference between the influence of mahamaya and yoga maya by the influence of mahamaya we will forget krishna we will go away from krishna whereas by the influence of yoga maya one goes nearer to krishna so if one um experiences a so called reversal in life and that propels him to go nearer to krishna that is the action of yoga maya it depends on the consciousness of the person so similarly uh, sorry accordingly the energy of krishna will act just like prabhupada explained the same electricity is uh, manipulated to make something cool like an air condition or a refrigerator or it can be a, it can make um, things hot like a heater so electricity is the same so according to our different uh, desire it will act differently so similarly the energy the one energy of the lord acts in various ways multifarious ways according to our um condition of consciousness same krishna what is that in the fourth chapter 10th verse he says ye yatha mam prapadyante tam sthathaiva bhajamya ham oh 411 sorry mama vartmanu vartante manushya apartha sarvashah you see as all surrender unto me i reward them accordingly everyone follows my path in all respects o son of pritha 
so according to our surrender he reveals for example a person who fully surrenders to krishna and reads the bhagavad gita he will understand that the supreme personality of god is krishna whereas a person who does not surrender to krishna and simply wants to talk about bhagavad gita in his own speculative way he will read the same bhagavad gita but he will never understand you can say why you know krishna should be so powerful that you know when you hear his words the person becomes purified yes but he does not interfere with our independence so if our independence if we misuse it if we want to go against krishna then even if we see krishna he will not even if we hear his words it doesn't you know instill the devotion in us our surrender is what is required to krishna or his pure devotee that is what will shift the energy of krishna and how the energy of krishna will act whether as yoga maya or maha maya see so next question by bhakta virendra so this is a question is anger a psychological state and arises from mind does anger affect physical body and spiritual progress of a person <clears throat> so let's look at anger second chapter of bhagavad gita 62nd verse actually recently sundargopal prabhu did a lecture just for the temple devotees um about anger and uh, very nice presentation i will take out some of those verses from there as well so dhyayato vishayan pumsa sangasteshu pajayate sangat sanjayate kama kamat krodho bhijayate while contemplating the objects of the senses a person develops attachment for them and from such attachment lust develops and from lust anger arises um the anger is called kamanuja kamanuja um <clears throat> kama means lust anuja means younger brother the younger brother of lust is anger because it comes after lust so when lust first comes and then when the lust cannot be satisfied because lust cannot be fully satisfied and then frustration develops and that frustration is manifested as anger so because it comes after lust this therefore is called kamanuja the younger brother of lust and all the younger brothers i mean kama krodha lobha moha madamatsarya all these things so and lust from lust anger arises and from anger complete delusion arises and from delusion bewilderment of memory when memory is bewildered intelligence is lost and when intelligence is lost one falls down again into the material pool so this is how the psychology of anger you know pulls us down especially spiritually it's a great impediment you know this um let's take out chapter 3 text 37 shri bhagavan vacha kama esha krodha esha rajoguna samudbhavah mahashano mahapapma vidhyenam mihavairinam the supreme personality of god had said it is lust only arjuna 
which is born of contact with the material mode of passion and later transformed into wrath and which is the all-devouring sinful enemy of this world. You see? This wrath. Wrath means anger. So now, let's look at some other references. <clears throat> One second, huh? Yes. So four eleven thirty one. Shrimad Bhagavadam four eleven. My dear king, just consider what I have said to you, which will act as medicinal treatment upon disease. Control your anger, for anger is the foremost enemy on the path of self spiritual realization. I wish all good fortune for you. Please follow my instructions. Yeno pasrishtat purushal loka udvijate bhrisham nabudhasta dvasham gacched ichhannabhayamatmanaha. A person who desires liberation from this material world should not fall under the control of anger because when bewildered by anger, one becomes a source of dread for all others. Should become a so he becomes a source of dread for all others and the effect is that 11 4 11 guna maruta jaiva shashnan asman apara jaladhin atitirya kechit Krodhasya yanti viphalasya vashampade gor majjanti dusharatapascha vrithotsrajanti. Some men practice severe penances to cross beyond our influence, which is like an immeasurable ocean with endless waves of hunger, thirst, heat, cold, and, and the other conditions brought about by the passing of time, such as the sensuous wind and the urges of the tongue and sex organs. Nevertheless, Although crossing this ocean of sense gratification through severe penances, such persons foolishly drown in a cow's hoofprint when conquered by useless anger. Thus they exhaust the benefit of their difficult austerities in vain. A good example here is uh, Vishwamitra Muni. So first he was doing a lot of tapasya in the forest. And after thousands of years, Indra sent one Menaka, heavenly society girl. And he just heard the ankle bells of the girl and finish. He lost all uh, control over his senses and he had sex with the woman and he had a child. And then after, after he made the Menaka pregnant, then he realized, oh, what a mistake. Then he again, this time again, he did tapasya for thousands of years. And this time another woman came, Indra sent another woman. I forget the name. This time he became angry and he burned the woman with his eyesight. 
and then again because of the anger again he fell down because anger is also fallen uh, considered fallen state so he fell down and he lost all his tapas result of tapas again he started so the thing is whether lust or anger when we give in to these demands then we lose you know sravatyam ghatam bhuvat think it's i don't know 43 maybe yeah 11:16:43 yo vai van manasi samyag asamyachandhiyayati tasya vratam tapodanam sravatyam ghatam bhuvat a transcendentalist who does not completely control his words and mind by superior intelligence will find that his spiritual vows austerities and charity flow away just as water flows out of an unbaked clay pot the thing is um the thing is with anger when anger takes over we lose our sense we don't think properly and by thinking about a person in anger we are actually meditating on that person the very person we hate we are meditating on that person and because of that we will develop qualities like the person we are actually hating so that's why um <laughs> even in the bible i mean jesus christ himself also said hate the sin not the sinner hate the sin not the sinner that means what a person does wrong we should hate that but if we hate the person itself then we cannot preach to that person we can't hate the person but he we should hate the the wrong thing that he is doing um, so if, because if we hate somebody then we will go we will fall down because of that um, so anger is always detrimental therefore but anger used in krishna service like hanuman ji he used anger against ravana and his soldiers and he killed so many of the demons because of uh, uh, their offense to ram that is anger in its proper use another example is narsimhadev his anger was there because of offense done to prahlad maharaj so to protect the devotee yes he became very angry so that anger is justified so anger as narottam das thakur says against should be used against those who are envious of the lord and his faithful devotees we should be angry with them hmm. <clears throat> so next question by bhakta virendra the question is how to perform shuddha bhakti does the supreme lord get attracted by shuddha bhakti shuddha bhakti means pure devotion it is a state where one is completely perfect in his devotional activities 
there's no more goading you know what's goading you know when the when the when the goat doesn't move or when the horse doesn't move whip the ass you know or whip the goat you know they beat the animal so that's what um goading is every time pushing pushing and pushing so that kind of uh, thing is no more needed in shuddha bhakti in vaidhi bhakti yes <laughs> we we have to always be goaded because we don't have the natural inclination to serve krishna purely so we are forced okay chance 16 rounds because uh, for a pure devotee there is no use there is no need sorry there is no need of such injunction because he automatically chants there's no need to tell him oh you chant 16 rounds no he doesn't want to stop chanting but because we don't have that that um, pure devotion therefore we are given okay a stipulation at least minimum do this much so when we do that okay then we steadily advance it's not that because we are doing that minimum amount though we are now shuddha bhaktas shuddha bhakta means nama gana sadaruchi he should always be chanting hare krishna that is shuddha bhakta that means there is no interruption no interruption in krishna consciousness not even a single material thought um, not just not that thinking of krishna and you know all throughout the day but you know like fragmented thoughts no intense one pointed single pointed attention tasmad ekena manasa hmm? shrimad bhagavatam 1214 tasmad ekena manasa भगवान् श्रोतव्यः श्रोतव्यीर्तिव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चेतव्यश्चे
भक्तिरसामृत सिंधु वन वन थर्टी एट ब्रह्मानंदो भवेदेश चेत परार्ध गुणीकृत नईति भक्ति सुखाबोधे परमाणुतुलामी इफ ब्रह्मानंद द ब्लिस ऑफ मर्जिंग इन द ब्रह्मणी फलजेंस वर् मल्टीप्लाइड वन हंड्रेड ट्रिलियन टाइम्स इट वु स्टिल नॉट ईक्वल even an atomic fragment of the ocean of transcendental bliss felt in devotional service so that is moksha and you see the bhakti is so high so exalted that the moksha the happiness derived from moksha multiplied by 100 trillion times would still not equal even an atomic fragment of the ocean of transcendental bliss felt in devotional service moksha laghuta krit sudurlabha it is very difficult to be at, attained bhakti it's not so easily given by krishna and krishna actually narad muni says this 5 6 You see, the whole verse is uh, something else, but especially this last line: "Muktim dadati karhichit smana bhakti yogam." Krishna will give even mukti easily, but bhakti smana bhakti yogam. He will not give so easily. Why? The first three lines explain that. You see, "Rajan patir guru ralam bhavatam yadu nam." दैव प्रिय कुलपति क्वच किंको वह अस्वंग भगवान्जता मुकुंदो मुक्ति ददाति कर्चे स्म भक्ति सुखदेव गोस्वामी कंटिन्ूड मै डि किंग द सुप्रीम पर्सन मुकुंद इज ऐक्चुअली द मेन्टेनर ऑफ ऑल द मेबर्स ऑफ द पांडव एंड यदु डायनेस्टीज he is your spiritual master worshipable deity friend and director of your activities to say nothing of this he sometimes serves your family as a messenger or servant this means he work just as ordinary servants do those engaged in getting the lord's favor attain liberation from the lord very easily but he does not very easily give the opportunity to render devotion direct service unto him because by giving that opportunity he himself becomes sold to the devotee so he will not give himself so easily because he is krishna karshini he is attracted by the devotion so he will sell himself to that devotee so therefore the devotional service he will not bestow very very easily muktim dadati karhichit smana bhakti yogam so that is sudurlabha sandrananda visheshatma that means sandrananda means very densely happy means very ecstatic so it gives this uncommon pleasure which is not found anywhere in the material world now the, the highest pleasure in this material world is sex and that too is this momentary and after that is followed by so much misery but sandrananda visheshatma lasting everlasting ecstatic feelings that is only caused by devotional service <clears throat> and finally shri krishna karshini chasa it attracts even krishna who is the all attractive madan mohan mohini radharani is called madan mohan mohini krishna is called madan mohan because he 
attracts even the mind of Cupid who tries to attract us to the opposite sex in this world. He attracts the mind of even Cupid. But Radharani is so exalted that she attracts the mind of the person who attracts the mind of Cupid, who attracts the mind of ours. You understand? Cupid is attracting our minds towards the opposite sex. Madan Mohan attracts the Cupid's mind. And Radharani attracts the mind of Krishna who attracts the mind of Cupid who in turn attracts our mind to the opposite sex. So she is the most attractive. Uh, Shri Krishna Krishna. And she is the embodiment of Bhakti. So she is the topmost pinnacle example of Bhakti. So Shri Krishna Karshani. So anyone who does devotional service, the Lord becomes purchased. He becomes a servant. Like we see Arjuna. Arjuna's driver. Krishna became Arjuna's driver. Supreme Personality of Godhead. He became driver of his devotee. Shri Bhagavan Vacha. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 9, Chapter 4, Text 63. Aham bhakta paradhino hi asvatantra ivadvija sadhu bhirgrasta hridayo bhaktair bhakta janapriyaha. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said to the Brahmana, I am completely under the control of my devotees. Indeed, I am not at all independent. Because my devotees are completely devoid of material desires, I sit only within the cause of their hearts. What to speak of my devotee? Even those who are devotees of my devotee are very dear to me. How much Krishna becomes even sold out to the devotees of such a devotee? So, Sri Krishna Karshini. Next question by Bhakta Virendra again. Why there is increase in psychological diseases at present? Can performing bhakti resolve this problem? Okay. Let's put the question on the board. So, why are there increase in psychological diseases at present? So, psychology. Psychology is the study of the mind, the movements of the mind. So, mind is one of the eight material elements. And if we see the gradation, seven, oh, this is Bhagavadam. Bhagavad Gita, chapter seven, text Earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, psychology, mind, intelligence and false ego, all together these eight constitute my separated material energies. So even the mind and intelligence and false ego all are separated material energies. And each of them is more higher than the previous. I think there's some kind of aeroplane exercise going on. So much noise. So, Bhumi, the most grossest of all the elements is Earth. And then more subtle is water, more subtle is fire, more subtle is air, more subtle is ether, more subtle than that is mind, more subtle than mind is intelligence, more subtle than intelligence is false ego. And Aparayam Itastvanyam Prakritim Vidhime Param Jeeva Bhutam Mahabaho Yayedam Dharyate Jagat. Besides these, 
even finer than the false ego is oh mighty, mighty armed arjuna there is another superior energy of mine which comprises the living entities who are exploiting the resources of this material inferior nature see and this is also explained in this verse in the third chapter 42nd verse इंद्रियाणि पराण्याहुर इंद्रियेभ्यः परमनः मनसस्तु पराबुद्धिर योबुद्धेह परतस्तु सहम the working senses are superior to dull matter mind is higher than the senses intelligence is still higher than the mind and he the soul is even higher than the intelligence see that how the gradations are <coughs> so much noise i don't know if you can hear this so anyway <coughs> you see the mind is higher than the senses and intelligence is still higher than the mind and he the soul is even higher than the intelligence so now there is a hierarchy so psychology deals with the mind now higher than mind is intelligence and higher than intelligence is the soul so we need knowledge from the soul platform then it addresses all problems that are below you see if you have that's why if you have spiritual knowledge you can solve um, psychological problems intellectual problems and physical problems everything so krishna gives the spiritual knowledge of the on the soul platform atma tatvam once we know that then everything below that is automatically taken care of so by practicing bhakti of course it will be there is a huge psychological difference the perfect example is prabhupad he went to america and they were all hippies they were all lost they had huge psychological problems and they became hippies because of that and they trying to take drugs and all to trying to combat that psychological depression that they were feeling but by the spiritual process of krishna consciousness prabhupad has proved that they can completely give up all that and take to krishna consciousness psychologically they became so strong and spiritually also they became very bright their faces were very bright so these are the some of the effects of devotional service uh, we can easily conquer the psychological problems easily <clears throat> next question by bhakta venkatesh So the question is according to Bhagavad Gita 9.26 the Lord will accept the offerings if we do with love on the other hand we say only when we offer with Tulsi he accepts yes I can understand the Tulsi story why like that but why in one place he says love is enough and other place he says I accept with only Tulsi so let's see the 9.26 for those of you who do not know what he is talking about So nine twenty-six. Patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktya prayachchati tadaham bhaktyu pahritam ashnami prayatatmana ham. Let's move this. If one offers me with love and devotion a leaf, a flower, fruit, or water, I will accept it. so with love and devotion if one offers me 
and so the question is that in one place he says offer me with love but other place he says only with tulsi leaf i accept so which one is correct the answer is that if i have any love for krishna then i will do what krishna asks me to do so if he wants with tulsi i will do with tulsi it's as simple as that so because krishna recommends in that way so therefore if i really have any love for krishna that means i must do what he asks me to do i should not do it my own way right? so he asked with um, you know tulsi so we will give with tulsi and of course we don't really have devotion like tulsi does right so in the humility devotion means humility one of the six aspects of surrender to krishna is humility karpanya so that humility has to be there humility means oh tulsi devi she is so exalted you know because of her devotion yes i have some chance that this food will be accepted by krishna so that is humility if i think i don't need any tulsi krishna will accept me no krishna will accept my food that means he will never accept never ever never will he accept um, <clears throat> so the devotion is what he wants and devotion means that we have to appreciate the better devotees and this is verse from the shrimad bhagavatam canto 3 chapter 15 text 18 i think no 19 mandara kunda kurabot palachampa karana punnaga nagabakulambuja parijata गंधेर्चिते तुसिकाभरण तस्पुमसो बहुमानयती ऑल द फ्लावरिंग प्लांट्स लाइक द मंदार कुंद कुरबक उत्पल चंपक अर्ण पुन्नाग नागकेशर बकुला लिलियन पारिजात आर फुल ऑफ ट्रांसनेटल फ्रेग्रेंस दे आर स्टिल कॉन्शियस ऑफ द ऑस्टेरिटीज परफॉर्म बाय तुलसी for tulsi is given special preference by the lord who garlands himself with tulsi leaves so even the plants and flowers in the spiritual world they are conscious of the um, great position of tulsi maharani so they are always you know uh, worshiping tulsi maharani because she is very dear to krishna so if they do it why who are we huh? so the next question by bhakta vankatesh if yes only with tulsi he accepts then in some situations where with tulsi we can't offer or tulsi not available then what's our situation then in our mind we have to offer with tulsi so this manasa puja when you know things are not um, feasible to do in full elaboration especially um, when we are traveling you know once i think in indian train there was an indian train that prabhupad was traveling and some of his western disciples were also traveling with him and this mataji she opened up uh, a small altar and then you know put out all the pictures and then took out her bell and she wanted to offer some food you know and trying to ring the bell prabhupad said what are you doing i'm trying to offer the food no 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 not in public like this we cannot do you just offer in the mind so that's how to do it in the in in situations like that so <clears throat> in that in the mind we have to offer with tulsi then it's called manasa puja 
but when it is available then when deities are there yeah we can you know when the tulsi leaves are available most certainly we have to do with tulsi leaves next question by bhakta venkatesh let's put it on the screen Okay, here we go. I heard that Prabhupada saying those who don't follow Christianity or inc- instructions of Bible in their religion are sinful and slowly religion will be lost if they are sinful. But one who doesn't follow Jesus and his instructions as guru is he offender or sinful? Same thing. I mean, even Bible itself says those who don't follow they are sinful, right? So offense and sinful sinful person is always offensive. his offensive mentality towards the lord uh, is what makes him sinful so he is sinful anybody who doesn't follow the lord is sinful and when we are trying to follow the lord and we make some mistakes they are counted as offenses um but the person who who has absolutely no regard for the lord that is completely sinful but there is also offensive right a sinful person is by default offensive whereas a devotee when he is advancing he will still be offensive without him knowing but his intention is not to become offensive um, uh, but because of his past habits he will still may commit op- offenses so th- those are also offenses they they, they also could drag one down from devotional service hmm. next question bhakti najanya can you define woman can you define woman you wonder anatomy or something <laughs> i think there was a clarification of that uh i would like to hear about all verses about all kind of women from scripture just for an understanding well you're asking for trouble or rather maybe i am asking for trouble <laughs> depending depending on how this goes because it's not going to be very good news okay let's see some verses not i am saying okay i am not responsible for what i'm going to read disclaimer <laughs> all right not my words bhagavatam words and in the bhagavatam also who is speaking not some narad muni or urvashi who is a woman herself so she is speaking okay so please if any woman feels offended forgive me because we have to face the truths okay 9.14.36 and urvashi is not just an ordinary woman she is from the heavenly planets far more intelligent than the earthly women's earthly women and far more beautiful as well nowadays they have this um, what is that miss universe they have one miss world and then one miss universe <clears throat> as if they have searched out all the universe the entire universe and no woman is beautiful beautiful than one earthly woman is that so even many earthly women are beautiful than them more beautiful than but anyway this is just a gimmick <clears throat> so the miss universe 
is actually in the higher planetary systems. The women there, they're far, far, I mean, thousands and millions of times more beautiful than the most beautiful woman on the earth. So she is very qualified woman, Urvashi. She is speaking. So, not my words. Okay. Urvashi Uvacha. Okay. Urvashi Uvacha. Mamrthaha Purusho Sitvam Masmatvadyur Vrka Ime Kvapisakyam Navai Strenam Vrkanam Hridayam Yatham. Urvashi said, My dear king, you are a man. A hero. Don't be impatient and give up your life. Be sober and don't allow the senses to overcome you like foxes. Don't let the foxes eat you. In other words, you should not be controlled by your senses. Rather, you should know that the heart of a woman is like that of a fox. I don't know how this is, how this is going to go. The heart of a woman is like that of a fox. There is no use making friendship with women. Purport. Chanakya Pandit has advised Vishwaso Naiva Kartavyaha Strishu Rajakule Shucha. Never place your faith in a woman or a politician. Unless elevated to spiritual consciousness, everyone is conditioned and fallen. What to speak of women who are less intelligent than men? So, even men who are not Krishna conscious, they are also fallen. They also can't be trusted. Anyone who is not a devotee cannot be trusted. Among them, the woman is more i mean less intelligent than the men and so she's so she's even more prone to uh, bad qualities bad habits <clears throat> women have been compared to shudras and vaishyas striyo vaishyas tatha shudraha on the spiritual platform however when one is elevated to the platform of krishna consciousness whether one is a man woman shudra or whatever one everyone is equal Otherwise, Urvashi, who was a woman herself and who knew the nature of women, said that a woman's, heart, <coughs> a woman's heart is like that of a sly fox. If a man cannot control his senses, he becomes a victim of such sly foxes. But if one can control the senses, there is no chance of his being victimized by sly fox-like women. Chanakya Pandit has also advised that if one has a wife like a sly fox, he must immediately give up his life at home and go to the forest. Mata yasya grihenasti bharya cha priyavadini aranyam dena gantavyam yatharanyam tathagriham Krishna conscious grihasthas must be very careful of sly fox woman. Of the sly fox woman. If the wife at home is obedient and follows her husband in Krishna consciousness, the home is welcome. Otherwise, one should give up one's home and go to the forest. Mata yas grihenasti bharya chapriyavadani. What is that? Mata yas Actually, I forgot. Mata yas grihenasti. That means she is not. Mother is not in the house. When one's mother is not allowed in the house or something like that. Whatever. Next one. The bharya chapriyavadani. When the wife is not. Um, she doesn't speak sweetly. She speaks very harshly to the husband. Immediately, aranyam gantavyam. Immediately, the man must leave home and go to the forest. Because, yatharanyam tathagriham. Because his, uh, his house is as good as the forest. Because in forest, you will find wild animals like foxes. And in the house, also the same foxes there. So, 
better he goes to the forest at least he can do meditation you know in a prescribed way so the other thing so that that's that's being suggested by chanakya pandit here so hitvatma patam grahamandha kopam vanam gato yad dharima shrayeta bhagavatam 7.5.5 one should go to the forest and take shelter of the lotus feet of hari the supreme personality of godhead next verse is going to get even stronger now okay so just brace yourself striyo striyo hyakaru striyo hyakara kaani mam pronounce striyo hyakaruna krura striyo hyakaruna krura durmarshah priyasah sah ಘ್ನಂತ್ಯಲ್ಪಾರ್ಥೇಪಿ ವಿಶ್ರಂ ವಿಶ್ರಬ್ಧಂ ಪತಿಂ ಭಾರತಮಪ್ಯುತ ಸಾರಿ ಪತಿಂ ಭ್ರಾತರಮಪ್ಯುತ ವಿಮೆನ್ ಆಸ್ ಅ ವಿಮೆನ್ ಆಸ್ ಅ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಆರ್ ಮರ್ಸಿಲೆಸ್ ಇನ್ ಕನಿಂಗ್ ದೇ ಕೆನ್ ನಾಟ್ ಟಾಲರೇಟ್ ಈವನ್ ಅ ಸ್ಲೈಟ್ ಒಫೆನ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ದೇರ್ ಓನ್ ಪ್ಲೇಜರ್ ದೇ ಕೆನ್ ಡೂ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಇರಿಲಿಜಿಯಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಫೋರ್ ದೇ ಡೂ ನಾಟ್ ಫಿಯರ್ ಕಿಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಈವನ್ ಅ ಫೇತ್ಫುಲ್ ಹಸ್ಬೆಂಡ್ ಆರ್ ಬ್ರದರ್ purport king pururava was greatly attached to urvashi yet despite his faithfulness to her she had left him now considering that the king was wasting his rarely achieved human form of life urvashi frankly explained the nature of a woman because of her nature a woman ca- can respond to even a slight offense from her husband by not only leaving him but even killing him if required to say nothing of her husband she can even kill her brother that is a woman's nature therefore in the material world unless women are trained to be chaste and faithful to their husbands there cannot be peace or prosperity in society the example is hidimbi who bhima married and ghatotkach was the son and his hidimbi was actually <clears throat> the sister of bakasura one big demon very strong demon and the pandavas were actually sleeping in the forest very tired and bhima was like bodyguard watching over watchman and the rakshasas they eat man purushada purushada darshanat in fact kunti devi says that in the first canto 8 chapter uh, what is that vishan mahagne purushada darshanat purushada means one who is a man eater so rakshasas they are they are man eaters so this hidimba and hidimbi brother and sister they were in the forest and hidimba he smelled he smelled some human human bodies then he wow you know he was like this is very good okay he sent his sister go and kill these de- humans and bring them let's have a feast today and rakshasas are usually far more powerful than humans ordinary humans so she and but they were very ugly also and she was you know looking following the smell and when she came to you know from a distance she was looking at them wow then she was she saw all the pandavas i mean the four brothers sleeping and the mother kunti devi sleeping but bhima was keeping a watch and she was sexually attracted to bhima because he was so strongly built and huge frame and then he was like completely built and full ripped body so and he has a strength of 10000 elephants just imagine even hidimba her, her own brother was um, very powerful but the physique of bhima immediately seduced uh, hidimbi and 
she changed her form into a very beautiful maiden and she went to him and you know asked for marriage and then she in fact told bhima that hey my brother is actually trying to eat you all up so do whatever you please you know you, i want to be with you immediately she actually she gave up her brother's <laughs> all the while she was staying with the brother but she gave up the brother for bhima and of course bhima went and you know there, there was a big fight between bhima and hidimba and hidimba was furious that her his sister betrayed him and you know joined bhima so <laughs> that story is there but of course these are all demon women you see we will we will read about good women also don't don't worry don't don't <laughs> be too upset okay so <clears throat> good woman is when she is actually trained in vedic culture when the training is lost this is what will happen to women this is what will happen so <clears throat> i mean even men also if there's no proper vedic training anybody would become bad but especially women they have this tendency of doing they don't have the physical strength of a man but they have this psychological strength which is so they play psychological games basically and it hurts even more and <laughs> that's why sometimes of course it's not never justified but sometimes a man loses his cool and then beats up the woman or something like that um so of course sometimes the men are drunk Mo- i mean many times the men are drunk and you know they do this kind of nonsense behavior but sometimes it's also the woman who i have seen also uh, both both ways where the man was the nonsense and where the woman was nonsense i've seen cases so many of this kind of both <coughs> but i have seen cases where the man sometimes get physical with the woman but because of the woman's the way she talks and the way she um um repeatedly over days weeks months years sometimes and the man just loses his cool after so much patience that is also there but even the other way the man is complete rascal and the woman trying to be faithful to him and she is being abused that is also there so anyway shastra is saying the nature of a woman without any spiritual training is this because mode of passion and ignorance is very 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 strong in a woman especially mode of passion <clears throat> so to say nothing of her husband she can even kill her brother that is the woman's nature therefore in the material world unless women are trained to be chaste and faithful to their husbands there cannot be peace or prosperity in society in fact so many divorces so many divorces are because of womanly behavior and as prabhupada said in one of the purports womanly behavior <clears throat> in fact in all the divorces i have seen in my life i think three of them i can count because of the man the rest 20 to 30 or even maybe more than that i have seen is because of the womanly behavior i mean we're not i mean i'm not targeting anybody here it's just the way things are we just have to try to understand it's not we are not blaming anyone you see but it is we have to understand how this material world is created when bhagavatam is saying this kind of things there is truth to it right we can't challenge the statements of bhagavatam so if we accept our fallacies and not if we are not trained yes this is what we will this is what we will default to this kind of qualities right 
नेक्स्ट विधायालेक विश्रंभम अग्नेशु त्यक्त सौहृदाह नवम नवम अभी संत्यह पुम्सचल्यह स्वायरवृत्तयह वेमेन आर वेरी इजली सेड्यूस्ड बाय मेन therefore polluted women give up the friendship of a man who is their well-wisher and establish false friendship among fools indeed they seek newer and newer friends one after another purport because women are easily seduced the manu samhita enjoins that they should not be given freedom hmm. so it is not that to keep them as slaves that is not the understanding it is for their own protection to keep them protected and with full respect with full respect they that's why they are called mata ji mata ji means mother huh? suppose a mother is just going on the street just without any no it is it is the duty of a son if he is there with her he should go with her right you just can't let the woman you know the mother go on the street you know without anybody right a dutiful son he will go with the mother for her protection because women by nature they are not very strong physically compared to men and also a woman is easily seduced by men a man especially uh, who is after sense gratification can easily seduce a woman and when some rape happens the sufferer is always the woman not the man so woman needs protection that's why it is said that women should not be given independence they should not be left alone just like children are le- never left alone do you le- do you leave a child on the road like that is that love for the child that's not means there's no love for the child real love means the parents are always cautious that the child doesn't go out you know he doesn't have freedom like a like an adult Now, similarly women are differently um prone just like the child is prone to danger women are prone to degradation they can easily fall for a man's words um, so that's the thing therefore they need to be protected manusamita enjoins that they should not be given freedom a woman must always be protected either by her father by her husband and or by her elderly son if women are given freedom to mingle with men like equals which they na- now claim to be they cannot keep their propriety the nature of a woman as personally described by urvashi is to establish false friendship with someone and then seek new male companions one after another even if this means giving up the company of a sincere well-wisher so these are the signs of a, a woman who is not controlled now the other examples the exalted women okay before we go to the exalted women let's try, let's try to understand one other thing actually we had a class recently in the temple just private class for devotees in the temple which was not streamed live so you see 4.27.1 this is a very instructive verse about women narada uvacha itham puranjanam sadhriyag vashamaniya vibhramai puranjani maharaja reme ramayati patim the great sage narada continued my dear king after bewildering her husband in different ways and bringing him under her control the wife of king puranjan gave him all satisfaction and enjoyed sex life with him okay <clears throat> i want to read from the purport here he 
you see here in other words a systematic family life as enjoined in the vedas is better than an irresponsible sinful life if a husband and wife combine together in krishna consciousness and live together peacefully that is very nice however if a husband becomes too much attracted by his wife and forgets his duty in life the implications of materialistic life will again resume Srila Rupa Goswami has therefore recommended Anasaktasya Vishayan Bhaktirasamrita Sindhu 1.2.255 Without being attached by sex, the husband and wife may live together for the advancement of spiritual life. The husband should engage in devotional service and the wife should be faithful and religious according to the Vedic injunctions. Such a combination is very good. However, if the husband becomes too much attracted to the wife due to sex, the position becomes very dangerous. women in general are very much sexually inclined indeed it is said that a woman's a woman's sex desire is nine times stronger than a man's it is therefore a man's duty to keep a woman under his control by satisfying her giving her ornaments nice food and clothes and engaging her in religious activities of course a woman should have a few children and in this way not be disturbing to the man unfortunately if the man becomes attracted to the woman simply for sex enjoyment then family life becomes abominable the great politician chanakya pandits has said bharya rupavati shatruhu a beautiful wife is an enemy of course every woman in the eyes of her husband is very beautiful others may see her as not very beautiful but the husband being very much attracted to her sees her always as very beautiful if the husband sees the wife as very beautiful it is to be assumed that he is too much attracted to her this attraction is the attraction of sex the whole world is captivated by the two modes of material nature rajoguna and tamoguna passion and ignorance generally women are very much passionate and are less intelligent therefore somehow or other a man should not be under the control of their passion and ignorance by performing bhakti yoga or devotional service a man can be raised to the platform of goodness if the husband situated in the mode of goodness can control his wife who is in passion and ignorance the woman is benefited <clears throat> forgetting her natural inclination for passion and ignorance the woman becomes obedient and faithful to her husband <clears throat> who is situated in goodness such a life becomes very welcome the intelligence of the man and woman may then work very nicely together and they may and they can make a progressive march towards self spiritual realization otherwise the husband coming under the control of the wife sacrifices his quality of goodness and becomes subservient to the qualities of passion and ignorance in this way the whole situation becomes polluted the conclusion is that a household life is better than a sinful life devoid of responsibility but if in the household life the husband becomes subordinate to the wife involvement in materialistic life again becomes prominent in this way a man's material bondage becomes enhanced because of this according to the vedic system after a certain age a man is recommended to abandon his family life for the stages of vanaprastha and sanyas This is the reason why in the Bhagavad Gita Arjuna makes the point Krishna you are asking me to fight but if i fight there will be so many men who will die in this battlefield and each of these men have women who are under their control under their protection either mother or sister or daughter or wife what will happen to those women then he said this adharma abhivat krishna pradushyanti kulastriyah स्त्रीषु दुष्टासु वाषणेय जायते वर्णसंकर 
when irreligion is prominent in the family o krishna the women of the family become polluted he's saying if all the men die then there will be no religious functions in the house there will be all these things will be stopped and then when irreligion is prominent the women of the family become polluted and from the degradation of womanhood or descendant of rishni comes unwanted progeny it is said that in the, in the, in a family if a man is gone due to bad character he alone is gone but if a woman is gone in 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 bad character the whole family is gone because the woman actually the, is the one who keeps the family she is the one who raises the children and everybody so if she is of bad character the whole family is you know if the man is of bad character the woman can still hold with the children but the woman is bad character that's it the whole family is so she is a uniting uh, factor in the family and she has to be properly situated in her stree dharma then everything will be uh, positive everything will be nice otherwise all these things will happen then you see the next consequences sankaro narakaya eva so what is the last verse you see from the degradation of womanhood or descendant of rishni comes unwanted progeny because women will be easily seduced by other men who are you know unscrupulous men and there will be children unwanted progeny and those kind of children are not good children got not good population sankaro narakaya eva kulagnanam kulasya patanti pitaro hesham lupta pindo dakakriyah an increase of unwanted population certainly causes hellish life both for the family and for those who destroy the family tradition the ancestors of such corrupt families fall down because the performances for offering them food and water are entirely stopped next doshe retai kulagnanam varna sankara karakai utsadyante jati dharmah kuladharmascha shashvatah by the evil deeds of those who destroy the family tradition and thus give rise to unwanted children all kinds of community projects and family welfare activities are devastated utsannakula dharmanam manushyanam janardana narake niyatam vaso bhavati ityanushushruma o krishna maintainer of the people i have heard by disciplic succession that those who destroy family traditions dwell always in hell So in this way Arjuna was putting forward this point that women will be unprotected what what about that you know he was making this point now let's look at a example of a woman who is very very powerful um there are many many exalted women like mother Sita um the wife of Lord Ramachandra and Mandodari the wife of Ravana and um, Anasuya and uh, <coughs> uh draupadi gandhari these are all very very exalted women kunti and uttara devahuti all these are exalted women so you see this the aditya puran markande puran and padma puran tell about a brahmana who was suffering from leprosy but had a very chaste and faithful wife i am reading from the purport of chetana charitamrita antalila chapter 20 text 57 he desired to enjoy the company of a prostitute he was born of a brahman family but he was a leper and but he had a very chaste and faithful wife and he was so downtrodden such a rascal that he desired to enjoy the company of a prostitute 
how dare he this you see this how rascal this person is and therefore his wife went to her you see what the wife did she was chased wife he desired to enjoy the company of a prostitute and therefore his wife went to her to the prostitute and be- became her maid servant just to draw her attention for his service she was thinking she, you know oh my husband's wa- my husband wants this prostitute okay she was so chaste that whatever my husband wants okay if she, if he wants this prostitute i will go and please her and somehow get her to um, bring him to her or bring her to him so that he can enjoy her you know how which wife will be like this you know and um, <clears throat> when the prostitute agreed to associate with him the wife brought her the leprotic husband you see the wife brought first of all she tried to please the prostitute by becoming her maid servant and when she was when the prostitute was satisfied with her service then she what you want no i want that um, you have sex with my husband because my husband wants to have sex with you she agreed then she brought she brought the the wife brought her the leprotic husband when that leper the sinful son of a brahmana saw the chastity of his wife he finally abandoned his sinful intentions he felt so bad what is this you know i have such a such a good wife who will never live uh, ordinary woman will never live even with a with a leprotic husband and she is taking care of me and so much so that even my illicit desire of enjoying with the prostitute she is taking so much care to fulfill that ra- nonsense desire of mine what am i even i mean what nonsense am i he was you know he finally abandoned his sinful intentions while coming home however he touched the body of markandeya rishi who thus cursed him to die at sunrise at sunrise you will die markandeya rishi cursed him he has you know gotten the due dues of his sinful desires you see so the markandeya rishi cursed him because of her chastity the woman was very powerful therefore when she heard about the curse she vowed to stop the sunrise she vowed to stop the sunrise because of her strong determination to serve her husband the three deities namely brahma vishnu and maheshwar were very happy and they gave her the benediction that her husband would be cured and brought back to life this example is given herein to emphasize that a devotee should engage himself exclusively for the satisfaction of krishna without personal motives that will make his life successful you see how this chaste woman so powerful because of her chastity she could stop the sunrise and the devatas the three devatas chief devatas of the universe had to come down to settle the matter all right all right all right you can have your husband well, fine that much so this is how we can understand a good woman if she is chaste so in other words how a woman can become good if she becomes chaste to the husband and therefore the training for a woman is that from a young age she is trained how to become a chaste wife for a husband and she is trained in all the household affairs like cooking cleaning and everything but there's other example also in shrimad bhagavatam we have read this before but i'm just compiling it in one place now 7 11 28 If you see here a chaste woman should not be greedy but satisfied so much noise 
A chaste woman should not be greedy but satisfied in all circumstances. She must be very expert in handling household affairs and should be fully conversant with religious principles. Not that she should be a fool. She should speak pleasingly and truthfully and should be very careful and always clean and pure. Thus, a chaste woman should engage with affection in, in the service of a husband who is not fallen. So, according to the injunction of Yagyamalkya, an authority on religious principles, Ashuddheha Sampratikshyohi Mahapataka Dushitaha. One is considered contaminated by the reactions of great sinful activities when one has not been purified according to the methods of the Dashavidha Samskara. In Bhagavad Gita, Dashavidha Samskara means the ten kinds of purificatory processes. In Bhagavad Gita, however, the Lord says, Namam Dushkritano Mudha Prapadyante Naradhama. Those miscreants who do not surrender unto me are the lowest of mankind. The word Naradham means non-devotee. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also said, Jai Bhada, Jai Bhaje Shai Bhada, Abhakta Hina Char. Anyone who is a devotee is sinless. One who is not a devotee, however, is the most fallen and condemned. It is recommended, therefore, that a chaste wife not associate with a fallen husband. A fallen husband is one who is addicted to the four principles of sinful activity, namely illicit sex, meat-eating, gambling and intoxication. Specifically, if one is not a soul surrendered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is understood to be contaminated. Thus, a chaste woman is advised not to agree to serve such a husband. It is not that a chaste woman should be like a slave while her husband is Naradham, the lowest of men. Although the duties of a woman are different from that of a man, a chaste woman is not meant to serve a fallen husband. If her husband is fallen, it is recommended that she give up his association. Giving up the association of her husband does not mean, however, that a woman should marry again and thus indulge in prostitution. If a chaste woman unfortunately marries a husband who is fallen, she should live separately from him. Similarly, a husband can separate himself from a woman who is not chaste according to the description of the Shastra. The conclusion is that conclusion is that a husband should be a pure Vaishnava and that a woman should be a chaste wife with all the symptoms described in this regard. Then both of them will be happy and make spiritual progress in Krishna consciousness. So there you go. So protection of women, not giving them independence, that does not mean like a, treat them like a slave and while the man is an Aradham. No, the man should treat her with respect. But she should be also submissive and chaste and, and he, the man should be a devotee. So, of course, it is not that, oh, my, man is, my, my, my husband is not a devotee, I will give up. No, it's not immediately to be done like that. We have to give it time. You know? you should not unnecessarily jump into these things. These are, you know, if prolonged abuse and if there is, you know, incorrigible. And then all kinds of things, you know, and it doesn't allow the wife to, you know, like, follow the religious principles and completely is a nuisance and nothing else yeah then yes so otherwise not that there is a slight disagreement okay okay divorce divorce no it's not that so one has to be trying first that you know to somehow or other make him a devotee or if the woman is not a devotee the husband must try to make her a devotee it should be full attempts the last resort is separation last resort but for a man, he should actually separate by right. At the age of 50, Panchashortham Manamrajit. After 50, he should... Oops, sorry. After 50, he has to actually think of leaving the uh, home. That should be the determination. Anyway, that also, whether it will happen or not, it's not 
really guarantee it depends on the mercy of the lord these things depend on the mercy of the lord all right so that's about the woman don't get mad it's just that if you don't follow the vedic principles is what will happen that's why vedic system is perfect we cannot get you know we should not find faults with what shastra is saying so woman if if the woman's character is described like that it is like that it is just that when a woman is properly trained from a proper sanskriti proper background proper family yes the woman does not have these qualities she will be better because she is trained in some principles of chastity at least maybe not to the extent that you know, that wife of that leper brahmana but as much as the woman is chaste that much she will have all the good qualities in fact she will be, she will get all mystic powers like that wife of that leper brahmana he is actually a fallen man he is addicted to sinful activity he wanted to have sex with a prostitute here it is said that the woman must give up but she did not even give up even though the injunction is there she did not give up that much she was you know uh, chaste another example is mandodari the li- uh, the wife of ravan he was completely addicted to sinful he was rakshas but still she did not give him up um, at the same time he, she did not approve of his uh, kidnapping of sita and all that she did not approve of that but at the same time she did not give him up she was very chaste but she knew that this is going to be the end of ravan <clears throat> so anyway that's a uh, woman <laughs> all right so next question by bhakti rajanya please explain difference between among body mind and soul related pleasure well so bodily pleasure is just trying to enjoy the senses hmm gross enjoyment hedonism that is called hedonism hedonism is just uncontrollable enjoyment of uh, uh, engagement in the sense gratification the next higher is um satisfaction of the mind like the gyanis the karmis they want sense gratification the, the gyanis they want mental satisfaction so they want to do this mental gymnastics like you know oh you know let's speculate there is a pleasure of the mind see uh but the soul the devotee only he uh, has access to the pleasure of the soul so and that pleasure as we have just seen is 100 trillion times more than the pleasure of the um, liberation impersonal liberation this gyanis pleasure multiplied gyanis pleasure multiplied by 100 trillion times is less than a drop of the ocean of the happiness of a devotee so it's spiritual happiness because the soul can only be happy if he is put back into his original state that is in the kingdom of god serving krishna that is the natural position of the soul jivar swarup hoy krishna nityadas so unless one is actually coming to that platform he cannot really be happy he cannot even if he is happy for a moment it will end it will end so therefore um what was the verse i was trying to show yeah i think we already saw that the other day so the happiness the spiritual happiness is here and anyway, i'll show it bhagavad gita chapter 5 
टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी टू ये संस्पर्श जाभोगा दुखयो नवते आद्यवंत कौंतेय नुरमते बुध An intelligent person does not take part in the sources of misery which are due to contact with the material senses. O son of Kunti, such pleasures have a beginning and an end, and so the wise man does not delight in them. So he does not delight in the bodily and mental pleasures; rather, he seeks the pleasure on the soul platform, and that he is only gotten by engaging in engaging for the pleasure of the supreme soul, Krishna. Rishi ke na. ऋषिकेश सेवन भक्ति रुच्यते सो दैट इज रियल भक्ति टू एंगेज आवर सेंसेस इन द सर्विस ऑफ द मास्टर ऑफ द सेंसेस एंड व्हेन वी सर्व द मास्टर ऑफ द सेंसेस ऋषिकेश देन आवर सेंसेस आल्सो गेट प्लेजर दैट्स व्हाई कृष्णा इज कॉल्ड गोविंद गिवर ऑफ प्लेजर टू द सेंसेस एंड द काउस गो आल्सो मींस काउस गो आल्सो मींस सेंसेस सो ही इज अ गिवर ऑफ प्लेजर टू द सेंसेस बट दैट इज ओनली गॉटन इफ वी गिव प्लेजर टू हिज सेंसेस so in brief that is the thing but of course we can elaborate to this elaborate this to any extent there are so many verses but you get the point because there are so many other questions to go through next question by madhumita bhaktin madhumita from gujarat okay let's see let's put up the question on board on the screen sorry here we go Hmm this is a dangerous question. <laughs> Hare Krishna Prabhu ji kindly help us understand the manjari bhava sadhana types performed by the six goswamis. A huge word of caution here. We should never try to understand these things at this stage. Not even enter. Because these are very very high. I mean this is when a person has already understood his eternal relationship with Krishna. So this is not to be imitated some people actually talk about this very loosely they are called sahajiyas we should stay far away from this at this point what we should talk about is sadhana our sadhana how we can improve our sadhana we should always be concerned about the religious principles the devotional principles that are relevant for our stage in the path of perfection we should not try to imitate or try to understand something which is beyond our level of understanding um when we are not there a good example is in south africa when shri prabhupad was asked by two women please uh, please describe uh, to us about uh, raslila about radha krishna raslila and all that then prabhupad was trying to avoid the topic no you know um, you you chant hari krishna then you know you will understand like that he was trying to say something like that but they keep on kept on insisted no 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 please please swami ji you please explain about uh, some raslila you know radha krishna prem so talk something about that we want to understand so prabhupada said you may be qualified to listen to it but i am not qualified to speak about it and that's it they did not ask any more so of course prabhupada said in a very humble way but he did not want them to you know jump into these things so we should not be too eager to understand the manjari bhava and gopi bhava there was a club gopi bhava club that tamal krishna goswami he started for a few years he was trying to do that gopi bhava club 
everybody is trying to understand the gopi bhav no we cannot understand this we can understand to an extent but we should not delve into these things we should stay far away from this so shri prabhupad strictly gave us orders to stay away from this kind of cheap making it too cheap as if it's such a cheap subject uh, to serve the lord as a manjari we should uh, discuss you know uh, when we are not even there what we will understand so they will even in fact they resemble sexual uh, ordinary sexual activities so a, a man who is not controlled in his sense who has not controlled his senses he cannot understand these things so we should accept the fact that we are not in control of our senses and therefore we should refrain from hearing these things strict orders by shri prabhupad not to go into these things so i'm not blaming you you have asked a question it's a good question because now how many of here you see 50 people are here on the live stream so they all are learning from this so don't feel ashamed oh i asked a wrong question no it's never a wrong question no question is a wrong question as long as it is sincerely asked with genuine uh, intention to learn and for those who had no idea about this they will also learn about this now because of you asking the question that's why we are discussing these questions on a public platform it is not to shame anyone it is just that we can learn together like when people why i started this because people have been sending me so many questions on dms on private messages and i am just i was just many days i was just like just replying to these messages all the while and sometimes to talk with one person takes like one hour and so many questions a person has and back and forth and back and forth finish that another person another person asks the questions and then sometimes these questions overlap and it's so much time like that wasted explaining the same things i mean it's good to explain the same thing so that i can refresh i can revise in my memory i can get the flow of thought going as good for me but there are so many services to do and we are limited you see and therefore these platforms enable us to understand these things and even whether you had a similar question and you did not want to ask because you might feel ashamed to ask such a question or whether you never even heard of these things what is what is manjari bhava sadhana i am hearing for this for the first time by the way <laughs> but of course i understand what it means so that's why i'm explaining this um probhat spoke very much against this um especially for our state <clears throat> so we should stay away from these things huh when we come to the stage this will be revealed this is not something sadhana this is raganuga bhakti it automatically is revealed to us our sadhana is what our spiritual master has given the rules we have to follow that at this stage that is what is relevant for us and we should take those principles should not try to imitate somebody who is you know a manjari or you know somebody who is a pure devotee basically so next question we will go to the next question so kindly don't feel bad nobody should feel bad here that's not my intention um if you do feel bad i'm sorry about it it's not at all my intention um 